and welcome to Collective Podcast, where I, Gerard Buscelli, have had a change with Finn after two long-winded episodes with Joe and Christian to finally join that sense of continuity. Welcome back, Jerry. Welcome back. To, welcome home. Even so, though we are in your home. <laughs> I mean, for, for those... I'm at, I'm at home? For those that don't know, Jerry, on his podcast, Change Within, uh, tried to interview Wanda Maximoff, asked her about Vision, and suddenly he disappeared for like two weeks, and then he just re- suddenly reappeared like 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 the snappening in uh, Marvel. So, and, at, uh, and after this weekend, I was blinded by the light. Yeah, so... Jerry's back. He's interviewing with us again. And... Well, I think I indicated on the last episode that last I heard, he was passed out drunk in his car listening to Slayer music. So, from, yeah. like he did once at a Slayer concert. So. That was the Wanda torturing him or whatever. But anyway, we have a, a guest here. A returning guest. Returning guest from season two. Season two, Christian. Yeah. So, season two, yeah. The times have been rolling, and Kenny Klugowitz is back in action. Kenny, how are you doing today? Hello, fellas. Thanks for having me back after two years. It gives me, once again, great pressure to be here. And, yeah, two years, man. That's a little and, overdue. And we've been, talking, <laughs> we've been talking back and forth for a while to finally make this happen. The day is here. Um, unfortunately, Jerry's back, but <laughs> some, some of it's good. Hey, hey, cut him some slack. He's a blind man now. <laughs> exactly. He's a blind man now. Look at him. Well, so, in, in his own words. <laughs> always for one weekend. He's no got, big deal. He's got B- Biggie on his shirt, even though uh, oh, well, DMX died yesterday. You know, so, so last time you were on... Like like he said, he was blind. <laughs> so he just grabbed the wrong shirt. So last time you were on, I was technically not allowed or banned on the show, whatever Christian wants to call it. And when I and when I we were heard, building you up, Joe. We were when I, up and when I heard your episode, I was stuck in the traffic somewhere in the Bronx, uh, going towards the George Washington Bridge. Uh, you and Christian geeking out over stuff like video games, probably Marvel, and Jerry probably being his trolling self, trying to make himself last, laugh as usual. Who, Maybe. Who's this Thanos person you speak of? <laughs> so uh, Unfamiliar. So, Kenny, um, I know you said uh, we, um, off air prior to leading up to this, you were, um, I was asking if you were still into acting at all, but you said you had a whole story for that. Well, you know, you, you asked me, I think specifically, you know, how have I been doing as an actor during a fucking pandemic? Exactly. You know what I mean? Because for not just actors, but a lot of especially independent artists, right? I don't have to repeat it. Have you know taken the toll during these times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell do we do now? And my whole story, in which I will tell you in the chronological order of how 2020 went for me and how it. I mean, it's not 2020 anymore, but how it's still going as my career as an artist, actor, and musician, um, how it's been going. Uh, I've, I've actually been, and I'm gonna, happy to report, very blessed, actually, because I do have good things to report. <laughs> and so, granted, no one saw this coming, uh, at, least, not, yeah. at least the little guys like us. <laughs> For sure. You know, I, I had finished my acting program um at michael warner studio um uh a few a few months before uh, the year before um i was working the dead end job at gnc to, to pay for the classes and now that that was over i was like okay um my two years are up i did a lot of uh you know a few scene studies here and there uh a special audition uh class 
with Lawrence Blard, uh, which was part of the same acting studio, by the way. So my plan was, let's try to meet with casting directors and possibly some agencies, you know, and get signed. And in the meantime, yeah. still audition for whatever I can get. Of course. So February comes along. Um, you know, I I leave GNC. I, I was going to go back to doing uh, background and being extras on whatever show. You know, I don't, I don't care. Like, it, I like um, doing background on major TV. I actually like it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, when, when all the other actors, oh, where, where, when are we going to go home? When are we going to wrap? I'm like... It's always fun spotting you. <laughs> it's it's not even that. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the later they keep me, the bigger the paycheck's going to be. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You know, is, it by, is it by the hour or is it by the day? Uh, it's it's but, but by the hour. Yeah, but they do get, give you overtime even if you're non-union. Yeah, because I, I usually pay by, like, the day when it comes to, like, actors. Well, that's that's a little different. Yeah. Are, you, are, are yeah. you SAG now? Um, SAG eligible. But so you're getting there like, at, at this time. So. SAG F. No, no. Wait, what, the thing is, SAG is so disorganized with, like, keeping up with their, their actors. Like, And there's so many to keep track of. Right. They don't even know I'm SAG eligible. I have all, <laughs> I have all the paperwork. Uh, Jerry, what was your question? So it's kind of interesting in the background world when you're going to be on different TV shows. And you always think to yourself as a viewer, what would it be like if I was the fly on the wall? And then for many background actors, in this case, like yourself, he gets, is the fly on the wall. It, it gets interesting <laughs> because you kind of are that fly on the wall that represents the experience for what we would envision. For anyone who wants to be an actor or is new to it, I would actually highly recommend doing background on major TV because you can learn a lot by being on set in a professional setting. It is, for very, sure. it is you, very intriguing. By just you, watching. By just, not just watching, but listening too. You learn all the terminology just from being on set. And it's like, even the terminology that the crew uses, like, oh, points coming by, high points. Like, you know, it, that just means like, hey, we're coming through with some equipment back up. You yeah. know what I mean? Back yeah. to one, back yeah. to one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone thinks just like, lights, camera, action. No, nobody no, no. says that. Back to one. It's back to it's one, reset. reset. You know, well, yeah. it's just interesting with like terminology on just walkie-talkies in general because mm-hmm. after yeah. doing events for so many years, the shorter you're able to address a message for something, the better it is for it to actually communicate that message to someone else. Absolutely. So that was just going to be my money in my pocket, and you know, like I said, I'm just going to start auditioning uh, uh, for whatever I can get, and then looking into the one-on-ones and agencies. So I saw a post for um, a sh- short independent film. That, uh, from a acting school in uh, New Jersey uh, run by a, De- uh, a lady named Debbie Schwartz who has been in the game for a very long time. She uh, knows theater and everything. Um, yeah, uh, she knows her shit. Like, if you, if you, met, if you met this lady, you, you know um, she doesn't play around. She, and she knows a who's who in the industry, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. She even, she, I told, you know, on my resume, I told her who I trained with. She's like, Oh yeah, I I know, I know you teacher. I know. I was like, wow, they really do have their own circle. You know what I mean? So, so someone who's dipped their toe in that world is it a small world? Uh, I, I know would, that, I know there's a ton of people in the industry, but is it a small stuff, <laughs> Christian? And, is, and there, is it like the who who like know each other? And I would say definitely on a East Coast West Coast type of thing. Like you know, like I said, it's in Jersey, but it's not far. Right. I mean, New York is right here, so. Um, I'm not sure where she got her training from, but she, her background, with her background, she definitely knows like everybody in New York and stuff. She, yeah. She's basically the equivalent of like what, what's her, um, what's her name on Staten Island that like all, 
like our parents took dancing classes with. Oh man, yeah. kill me. A, a, yeah, I know. Oh, no. yeah. Look it up, look it up, Jerry. Yeah, that, that's it's, a, it's the equivalent of that. Like everybody, every she taught everybody, like all of our parents, all of our grandparents on the island. She knows everybody. Does she still I, teach? I, 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 that'd be. I think she's impressive. dead now. But yeah, like, I mean, that'd be, like, I would say that. That was like the, the mythical like. You would hear like your parents go, "Oh yeah, you'd, you'd pass the schools." Like one school's on New, on uh, Railroad North Railroad. I, pa- I passed that one all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget the name, but well, shout out to that lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so February twenty twenty, you said you were um, looking for additions. Yeah. Well, yeah. this this one, right? Yeah. I went to, and I had actually gotten the part. Right. Oh wow. This is in this is last February now, twenty twenty. Right. So this is the first thing. Now. Uh, they say we're going to start filming um, the the summer because because in the script there's some summer scenes that by the way it's the role of a, a high school jock. Oh, oh wow! There you yeah, go. that was going to be a challenge perfect. for me. Like yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, you can check out my Instagram at uh, Kenny from Radioactive Material. You'll see exactly why that's that's funny because <laughs> I am by no way means and I. Uh, that that type. If anything, I was the type the jocks were picking on putting in a locker. <laughs> now, I'm going to reverse that a little bit from the later years that I've known you for, because you may think that to yourself when you were actually in high school at the time, but I'm going to say this as a compliment to you. So for the first like couple years that I've known you and then you playing shows, I feel like a lot of people who come from that sports background, especially jocks in this case, they know how to make friends with people in a very easy route, and I felt like you were very adept in doing so when you've had people around you. So maybe in some ways, it kind of registered with you to get a part like that, just like relating the personal to the professional. Well, honestly, when people ask me, you know, what kind of roles do you want to do, or what kind of roles do you see yourself playing, I'm like, um, any, anything that's going to give me a job, really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and when I get that's the real world answer. Yeah, and you know I get I get typecast as a uh, an Asian thug, right? And whether um, uh, this person is Chinese, Japanese, or whatever, uh, it doesn't bother me. It's like, is the part mine? Okay, then I'll dedicate myself to yeah, we'll, be busy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, mean, you got the part, I think that's the right answer. Really, right. like you know, especially you know, I mean, I've been acting since uh, I think it, uh, 2015, I believe. Uh, still at this point. You know, you're not signed. You don't belong to an agency. You have to take whatever you can get. Right. But it's a role that I actually was interested in, right? Back at a time when you um, not mentioning any names, a particular person messaging you about awesome shows that were on the air at the time. <clears throat> Me. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, talking about your experience. Oh, you want so. Daredevil. You want, uh, <laughs> Shut uh, up. Uh, so anyway, so, yes, so Iron, you were, I, as you were saying. Iron Fist. Shut up. Iron Fist. Yeah, no. Iron, Iron, Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, Iron, Iron Fist, Fist too. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, the Defenders, were you on that one too? No, or? I didn't get yeah. to do Defenders. No, because you were a thug for the hand? The hand, right? The hand. Instead of the foot, which is the... That's Ninja that's Turtles. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So... No, no, I get confused because it's like, wait, it's the foot? It's some <laughs> part of your body. I'm going to use my foot to kick you yeah, out yeah, this episode. Right in the ass. <laughs> so you didn't feel typecast um, when you uh, got that part in Daredevil, um, when you were working as a foot soldier for the hand, Christian. The hand. Dude, fuck no. Yeah. I got to dress up as a ninja. You are a fr- they gave me They gave me a sword. It wasn't real, though. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Here's the funny about that cat. Uh, I, I might have said this in the previous, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go over it again. You know, they were looking for people with martial arts background right they should have been looking for people with um sprinting background 
Because right. we weren't really doing anything martial artsy. We were, you know, the stunt guys were doing that. We were running across the rooftops of Queens. You were running. A lot of running. Yeah. A lot of running. It was like, huh, huh. Is that, is that? now I was fine because thank God I started taking care of myself. And, <laughs> but like a lot of, that's why I'm the first one you see running on the roof. Because like. Because you're faster the, than everybody. No, and they're like older guys. They're like right. mid You can't tell because we're all hooded up. But right. like, like, you know, like, and we had, yeah, got you know, got to yeah. do multiple takes, so oh, everybody's God, tired. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they should have said, you know, guys that are like fit in shape and can run <laughs> instead of martial arts background. We did a we we did a me and Jerry did a film shoot in 2018 where we had to pull uh, Becky from under the bed. That's right. Oh my God, she was so right. beaten up. It was like take after take of just her us pulling her. That was and like see, so that was about seven or eight takes, right? Yeah. It now, was okay. Like look, the for, for anyone dark. for yeah. anyone who's not familiar with how production works. You know, just sound, just making it sound like, oh, you pulled someone from under the bed. Yeah, Why no. would that take so long? Listen, it's the most simple scenes that take the longest. Of course they do. Something so, so – and, and for something that takes eight takes, takes probably three or four hours to film, it's probably going to show up on screen for two seconds. Well, That's I, just how I it works. Think, I, I can tell you <laughs> – I'm, I'm just saying it for the listeners that are not familiar. Oh, yeah. yeah. For like the set design of that room, we had this big <laughs> deer head, this fake deer head, and none of the adhesive uh, – Things on the walls would hold it up, so it pushed oh, the production back like two hours. To like, two yeah. hours we were trying. Well, to hey, hey! And then when we shot Becky underneath the bed, the bed um, had the metal beams underneath it, so she kept like we were pulling her. Her arms getting clawed. She was getting whacked in the head <laughs> with everything. Jesus Christ! The blood was fake, but we were worried. The struggle was real. We were, no, we were worried. We were like, "Is that real or is that the fake blood?" Exactly. It's like, wait a minute. We don't so, need. We don't need that coin syrup no more. Going off track, like yeah. we're like most of our episodes. Yeah. So you were lined up to play a jock. Yeah. Well, look. Um, and speaking of struggle, you know, I got the part. I met uh, all the other uh, cast and crew, which are wonderful people, and we're still keeping in touch to this day. But we were going to start rehearsing. Like literally the following month, and guess what? COVID. <laughs> March comes along. And we all know what happened there. So for a few months, up until the summer, we were just thinking because we had no idea how long this was going to go for. Yeah, we just exactly. started doing our rehearsals on Zoom, and here we still are. Because um, actually, I had a lot of faith that we were going to do it. Because like I, I don't know if you guys know this, because when the rest of the country, when the rest of the whole world was like the numbers were rising. New Jersey was actually doing pretty well with, with their no- was I, was keyword, was, was. <laughs> yeah keyword was like like last year <laughs> well, like they were it's they so were like up and down you yeah. never know anymore well, now it is but like last year they were the top state for so long with like low COVID numbers of like oh uh, you know what even though you know Shoot Jersey, Jersey. but like Jersey you gonna go to Jersey to film um yeah uh, the scenes were gonna take place in Jersey but you know. I'm just glad I met the director, um, Debbie Schwartz, and the name of her acting school is Cinematique, uh, Cinematique Acting School, and um, it's located in Jersey, and uh, we are still going to film this. We, I'm just waiting back of course. Good, from yeah. them. The waiting is always like, I have... It's I just have, how it is. I, I have yeah. a film project I'm working on. It's like the wait is just like getting the money and just making sure everything's good before you start shooting. So, you, so you're really, so you're waiting to get awake for this project. Yeah. To, to <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, I have, now so do up. you find it, uh, difficult to rehearse on Zoom? I, or in part, like, which is it? Well, I know the comfortability mm-hmm. of sitting at home yeah. on your couch. Okay. Or standing up. But do you find it more difficult to rehearse on Zoom? I don't find it difficult. I have found 
multiple ways to be creative with it, which is good because, you know, as an actor, you always want to, you never want to stop finding ways to be creative, but I don't prefer it. Now, even before COVID, um, self-tape auditions and Zoom rehearsals were were a thing, just not as popular as yeah. obviously now. But even then, I didn't prefer it. I would do it if I had yeah, to. Those... I love being in person. I will travel to the city hour and a half just to be in an audition room for like two minutes. That momentum, yeah. like going in there and just and just being like in person, take over. Just being in person yeah. is it just doesn't match like you know the computer yeah, screen. I could tell you from the director's side, watching tapes is not not as grueling as physical auditions but with the physical auditions you can like play off of them be like oh why don't you tell me about yourself or like oh read this line or or if you have sides you can read your sides or i'll give you a piece of the script this is like a static like this is what you're saying and there's no well even i guess you can't really tell like their acting range on zoom whether or not you can like interact with them in person even even if you as a director, you watch a bunch of self-tapes, right? Yeah. And you like, you pick the ones you like. You're still going to want to see them in person. Mm-hmm. You still have to do it. Yeah, you, know, you still want to have a second. It's still, it, you know, the job's not over there. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's got to be done. But, um, you know, speaking of last March, another thing that was supposed to happen was I was supposed to go to premiere for an independent film I did for um, Richmond City Media. Mm. Have you, Christian, heard of that production? Because they're Staten Island, well, not anymore, yeah. but they were Staten Island based. So run by it, uh, Melissa Palacano. Yeah. Can uh, I say the name, or is it do, is it the Nothing? Or, or yeah, the Nothing yeah, film. The nothing. There yeah, you that's the Nothing's name of the film. That was supposed to be debuted literally a year ago. I, I think was I remember you posting about that. Yeah, have a festival and like everybody um, that worked on and you know in person, obviously, and so that postponed all the way up until, I guess you know you can only wait so long. And now it's being it's it's circulating through online festivals as we speak right now. Yeah, that's better. You you, you build up word of mouth. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you build up awards and then you premiere it. It's just a shame because I do um, one and that that was a great shoot. Like it was one of the most professional, independent um, sets I've ever. No, been it, on. it looked it from I, I saw. Yeah, they yeah. they had everything like you know as far as like you know um, crew and equipment like you know that. It was a real deal, but um, you know, I, I really enjoyed working on that. And if anyone's interested in a potential public release, uh, you can look it up on uh, Instagram. Follow Richmond City Media or the Nothing Film. Yeah, if you, you want to keep up with that. You know, from like uh, acting, it it could be a wide range of. You've worked with Marvel, very very professional, very very uh, tight, uh-huh. and then you've re- Richmond City Media, which is that middle ground, still very tight, still very professional. And then you could be on these, like, really ridiculous, like, shoots that, like, are, like, disorganized and, and, and crafty is terrible, Jerry. And, if they uh, even have uh, crafty. <laughs> if they even have crafty. Yeah, oh, yeah, if they even have crafty. Sometimes it's Kirkland Bagels, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Straight <laughs> out of Kirkland. Kirkland Straight Bagels? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, that's the joke. One, one, one of the film shoots we were on, we were all like, okay, Jerry, can you go and get crafty? Okay. So we live in the, we live in the bagel central of the country. <laughs> where where the bagels are great? I know this. I know this story. For, for, for anyone listening, Jerry goes to Costco. It's <laughs> Costco Kirkland bagels. Uh, for anyone listening who is not from New York, you have to come here, and we'll 
We'll show you why that's funny. Uh, pizza just, pizza we'll, and the bagels. Yeah, uh, Christian, Joe, and I will will get you um the the nice deli bagels, yeah. and Jerry will go get you the Kirkland, and you'll do a and taste test. Who was complaining about the bagels? Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris was complaining oh. about the. Uh, these don't. Say, okay, okay. These don't taste like you know. Oh yeah, no, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have the video of it on my phone. It's nice. Him, it's him going. He's 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 like saying, okay, like uh, we're gonna we're gonna go in like two seconds. Everybody get in place, and you you hear him on camera go, this bagel. So who bought this? And I'm like Jerry. Like, what is this Kirkland bagels? So, yes. so every time he sees Jerry, he goes. Kirkland. <laughs> so yeah, man, you're never gonna let let that down. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm proud of it. So so side note, Jerry, who was that actress you had on? That uh, it's funny that you mentioned the Zoom in, uh, auditions. Who was that actress that that's on your podcast that uh, talked about doing auditions on Zoom? She she had a Broadway background. The Broadway background. It wasn't Becky, right? It wasn't no, Becky? It I, wasn't Becky. It was another actress. The broad from Broadway. Yeah, there exactly. we go. I think Alexandra Shadegan. That might be it. That might be it. I think that was And her. she filmed, I think her and her partner, they filmed their scenes yes, in a hotel it. room. That's it. So, yeah, have you done anything like that, Kenny? Filming scenes for a project? Not not just auditioning, and, um, but ha- for the project itself, actually filming the scenes at home? Well, here's the thing. After um, all these Zoom editions that went on to late spring... Uh, for for that film, by the way, yeah. Uh, then things started to quiet down, yeah. and because I had so much time on my hands, and I didn't, uh, I'm going to digress a little bit, but um, I just didn't. We didn't know when this was going to end. We didn't. Nobody knew nothing. Everyone's got their ear to the ground. That's when I picked up the painting. So more on that later. But yeah, then I was lucky to um, in November. I've done. Uh, few episodes uh the year before for a youtube series called bum rush right and for anyone who wants to check that out it's on its third season right now and you watch it on youtube completely free nice. com- uh, completely independent uh guerrilla style filmmaking um bum rush the series on youtube is that the is that the one we had a fight scene um no okay <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah i do play a different type of asian gangster in this one more street level i mean the 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 gangs and the crime taking place in the, you, this one is you, more street level. Were you triad or were you the what's the Japanese one? Uh, no, I was. Say it. Don't uh, say it. They're going to come after you. If, yeah. If, if you say the Japanese, uh, <laughs> okay. Or Jap- J- Japanese mafia. I think it was or Kirkland. The tri- or, oh. or, or the triad. <laughs> Jerry was like, was Jerry, Kirkland. you would have like a mob or like some type of gang called Kirkland. It wasn't. It wasn't particularly um, um, labeled by the specifics. We just knew um, we were the we were. Uh, an Asian gang called the A Boys, right? We could be um, honestly um, just uh, well. I forget the name of the real life Asian gang in LA, where it's just you know Japanese, Chinese, Filipino, Vietnamese. But maybe it's best I don't say it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it was. Well, it, I, I, I won't say the name, but it's been heavily featured in movie and TV for years now. You know. Yeah, well, they got they got with the they, they got <laughs> they got the protection the Hollywood protection. We don't. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Continue. We have collective protection. Yeah, but it was it was street level. Um, I am in a few episodes currently. They released uh, episode eight. I believe I am in the next episode. Um, I didn't get to do a fight scene, but still, uh, it's working with that crew is really fun. If anyone is interested in um that that type of uh, crime drama, like more on a street level, I. I'd highly recommend giving it a watch because when I found out that um, I was, they wanted me for a part, 
you know, I wanted to do some research and watch the first two seasons, and uh, which you know you guys can watch free on YouTube. Bum rush the series, <laughs> and um, so I was like, oh, I get it. So this is what we're doing, and uh, yeah, uh, created by Dre Foreman and uh, J V Simmons. Um, those guys, right? They direct and film like uh, the whole thing. It's and the beauty of it is seeing um, how far they've come from season one up until now because they you could tell you know what these guys are learning the you know the cinematography is getting even better the editing and, and, and all that like yeah so they're relatively new to the film game or they're... i wouldn't say they're new they're just working with what they have like they definitely know they're, their they're, shit. they're just getting better as they go along yeah totally i mean yeah. that's the way it is for everyone I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Oh, uh, so, Well, that was in November, by the way, when I filmed. <laughs> Let's say you and I are in an acting scene together. Oh, no. What would this look like? Um, hopefully... What, what's the genre? What's the genre? What's the, what's the scenario? The genre is a uh, romance. <laughs> there we go. Already <laughs> oh, off a great Lord. start, Kenny. I, I know we're podcasting and no one can see us, but... Uh, Joe, Joe just laughed into his chest and Christian's on his phone. I think we made him feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, well, getting ready to laugh is... We, you never know what's going to come out of this one, so... What is funny? Not your stand-up career. Oh, that was good. That was funnier than whatever oh, I said tonight. Hey, 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 cut him some slack. He's a blind man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you're not going to let that down now, you see? I'm going to steal that blind man joke. He's now. a blind Kirkland man. Wearing, wearing a biggie shirt. Yep. Yeah. When, when, it's still, when yesterday DMX died. Wrong shirt, Jerry. Big's going to give it to you. Um, so, uh, for speaking of crime uh, shows, the, uh, I know they just shot or they just aired uh, the new Law & Order series. Uh, criminal Intent? No, no. Uh, Not Criminal Intent. Organized Crime. crime. Did... Were you uh, were you able to? I guess well, the show aired already, so you don't have to hide behind the uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, um, uh, 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 crap, crap. Uh, stable. N- yeah, no a- a- NDA. Well, actually, NDA um, when I said I was going to go back to doing background, mm-hmm. I for a while had my um, account on casting networks that gives me um, notices for submissions deactivated. I was going to reactivate it to go back, yeah. but since COVID happened, I never did. Mm-hmm. And still to this time, I haven't yet because mm-hmm. things are, I mean, upside down and sideways. Getting better? Mm-hmm. Uh, knock on wood. That, that's the noise uh, by knocking you know, on Jerry's uh, furniture. And furniture. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually wanted to knock on a piece of wood. So, well, um, that is wood. So. No, yeah, we, that's what. That's why I looked around first. We think, <laughs> we, we think that's wood. We're not sure. Is it wood, Jerry? Oh, wait, never mind. You're blind. <laughs> um, but I haven't act- reactivated that yet, and I'm hesitant to since everything is so limited. And I do follow a Facebook group where, like, it's just a bunch of background actors yeah. where it's just, like, we discuss, you know, I got on this show. Has anybody got paid yet for the blah, 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 stuff like that? And just, like, it's things are still very limited, so I haven't done that yet. Um you know, that's the funny thing about being an actor in the stage of my career is like, you know, you get to do a background on these um, big major TV shows, but you're not seen. And then like, you know, the stuff that you are seen in and actually do get to be an actual actor on, you don't get paid for that. <laughs> so, so, so uh, I just gave up. I just, I just, I just thought something funny, Joe, you, you'd appreciate this. So like, if you, I guess if you were doing background now and you managed to get on like, let's say like the Spider-Man set. 
if I was like to grill you, it'd be like, is Tommy McGuire in Spider-Man? <laughs> you, 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 well, you wouldn't they, tell me on there. Well, Marvel, mar- <laughs> Marvel does a majority, Kenny, correct me if I'm wrong, do most of their filming in Georgia and they, and in England, like well, they do. They do. Oh, yeah, they, so, they yeah, might. So. I mean, I know they. Did I, so my joke who, is who knows? Yeah. Well, no, no. Who knows? The majority yeah. of the filming is enjoyed, but right. Yeah. So my yes. joke just completely fell flat. Uh, I actually. Yeah. Uh, so are you asking me would I would I spill the beans? Yeah. Would you spill the beans? Well, remember, Maybe. remember, <laughs> remember. I would have to be there on a day where I would actually see some shit. Oh yeah. Well. So I could be on there on a day where it's like I don't see anybody. Yeah, we just filmed pointing up. Look, there's Spider Man. You don't uh, know which Spider Man, but there's Spider Man. Well, you know what? I would even. I would take that. I would take that. But even that line, if that's it's just a real quick shot of me. Look, there's Spider Man. You'd have to audition for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to be a background so, spot. Yeah. So I have a, these that's pencils a, are making me thirsty. So, I, yeah. <laughs> so I have an interesting question for you to tie into COVID. I, I think you even posted about this when the. I still have to answer your other question. What was the first question? Oh. Uh, about um, have I filmed anything practical like in, in or like you know? Oh yeah, go I'm ahead. No, no, go, go, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, before you forget. He's, he's going to answer both at the same time. Right. Jerry's, Jerry's dying. Get, yeah, he, I was going to ask about the audio from the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible leaking out and his reaction flipping out on crew members oh. that violated um, COVID protocols. Yes. And, that was and, 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 and what's your take on that? Dude, like, we could not be going under... This, this pandemic could have never happened, right? And then there's that old recording of... Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Listen yeah. to me. I've... Out of all the times I've been on set, that shit happens. That is not news. Okay. okay? Yeah. That, that people flip out, right? First of all, they flip out, and then, like, after cooler heads prevail, <laughs> Christian, Christian just raises his hand. But because they're bigger stars, that stuff's going to get out, unfortunately. And news media outlets need something to report and make money. Exactly. Listen, listen I'll tell you. Um, TMZ. Look, uh, he may not be an actor of Hollywood status like Christian Bale and Tom Cruise, but when I was doing background a lot on Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. Actor Michael Chiklis, who played um, uh, Lieutenant Barnes, or Captain Barnes. Right. Uh, he he was flipping out uh, on one time, even uh, Ben McKenzie, but they were flipping out like... In character? On, or No. On themselves, though. Okay. Not even really well, on anyone else. Like messing up a line or... Well, because when you do a show like that, there's no telling how when you get the script or how long you have to you know learn your lines. And they were flubbing their lines. And like I remember one time Ben McKenzie was just walking around all pissed, like it'd be nice if I could remember my fucking lines, right? And I'm thinking to myself like, dude, you're Ben McKenzie on Gotham. It's okay. Like, you're like, like dude, you're I didn't say that to him, but in my head, you're making like two million dollars. You're like, okay, you're you're got defeat, the line. It's like Commissioner Gordon <laughs> and and, and Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis and like you know he's a big guy, so he's much louder. Like, god damn it. Fuck, son of a bitch! And he's not cursing at anyone. He's he's at himself, right? Now, a funny story about that. I might have said, I might have told the story already. Um, there was a. This was at Steiner Studios, and I guess they give tours, right? Um, to like, and is that, is that in Queens or Manhattan? That's Steiner. That's Cruise. in Brooklyn, Brooklyn okay. in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, lo- okay, located yeah. right between uh, Brooklyn uh, Bridge and uh, Manhattan Bridge. Uh, so uh, they film a lot of things. It's soundstage. It's okay, soundstage. so they were giving the tour. Um, to these little kids, and they brought them on set. Oh no! And then M- Michael oh, Michael shit. Chiklis did not know they were there. Oh no! So oh, after, after, after after the scene was done, flying. after the scene was done, 
you see the tour guides like, okay, all right, everybody, we're going to go this way now and leave the set. Mike, Michael Chiklis <laughs> sees him and goes, he turns red. Who the fuck he is turn- this No, no, no. He tur- he's, he's a great guy. He, he turns all red and all embarrassed and goes, oh, my God. He starts, why didn't anybody tell me there were little kids on set? <laughs> oh, no. Look, they have to Listen, learn their ABC somehow. What right? people don't know about the Christian Bale League is, well, they should know. It's just this well, is not. He stays in character. Here's the thing. It's it's not. This is not an interest, interesting part of the story. Like he apologized to the DP after that, and they were cool. You know, what I mean, it, it's just something that happens. And the tabloids got a hold of it, unfortunately, and yeah, blew up into this in, big I thing. I think it would see like it is like they do tell you what scene it is in the movie, but it, I think it was one of those like emotional like. Like okay, really but draining even, scenes, and I think he he was. I think what was it? He was tired, and I think all right, hold on, all right, and stuff. As a, as a director, yeah. can you tell me like because I'm because I'm thinking to myself, it's like well, why you keep walking? You know, he's like I was checking the light. Like what, why is that his job? Shouldn't the DP? he why shouldn't he be behind the camera? Yeah, uh, well the DP <laughs> the deep well when you look in the viewfinder, you want to make sure like your lighting is correct, and DP does overrule. Uh, why, why are you laughing, Joe? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> DP does, like, can overrule, I guess, set choices. Okay. So, uh... Um, well, it, it was it was also yeah. during a rehearsal, uh, during that, uh... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, for anyone listening, I just want you to know that, like, these things happen, but, you know, at the end of the day, cooler heads prevail, and everybody just, you know, it, it, it just happens. People well, flip out on each I, other. I think, I, just, I think the great thing that came out of the Christian Bale audio was when Family Guy included it. It made it look like it was him flipping out on Peter Griffin. I mean, yeah, I, was, right. I was going to say something until I remembered my fucking lines. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know we're throwing different things and we keep going this way, that way. Well, uh, what was... Uh, the answer to the practical effects uh, question. So that leads me to the next project I got to be a part of. Um, right. Now, the one I did a fight scene for is part of a franchise now because we had just finished its third movie. That's cool. That's The Streets, which you could find. Um, the Streets spelled um, with, a with Z? dollar sign S. Oh. <laughs> and, and then with a Z. Yes! How, how, how very 90s. <laughs> yeah, well, sounds about right. You can find um, both mo- the first two movies on uh, Amazon Prime, actually. So um, we had just done the third movie, and uh, director um, located in Long Island, Eddie Rocky Rivera. Uh, if, if, by the way, we, when we debuted uh, the second movie at the Queen's Corona Film Festival, uh, Queens Corona film festival. Well, it's Corona because Corona that's the part. Queens. It's, that's, a, it's a town in Queens. Yes, yeah, that's the part of Queens it's from, and I know the name of that festival didn't age well. Now, <laughs> uh, it it won best film, feature film, and congratulations. Uh, thank you. And um, hey, uh, if anyone interested, once again, uh, Amazon Prime, your first two movies. But uh, he tells me, all right, we're gonna film this one now, and you're gonna keep it secret, right? Because, uh, I guess, during COVID times. But you know what? It was a very small cast and crew. This movie is very practical, especially compared to the first two. It uh, focuses on um, lesser characters. And uh, one, of the, one of the actresses, or the actress in, in the movie, the, the main character, um, uh, Sammy Ray, who is also named Sammy in the movie, um, in real life, uh, she has a brother lives in Long Island um, and we got to film 
at his apartment. Which, by the way, is much more like a looked like a really nice house, but technically it's an apartment. So uh, with a small crew of only a small cast of crew of being only really uh, no more than six people, we were able to do this. Nobody got sick, and um, uh, not to spoil too much, but there is going to be a, another fight scene in it. And <laughs> yes. this is the this is the one um, for uh, where I, I'm dressed up in the suit. Yeah. Now, granted, I have a Japanese name in it. I'm part of a Chinese faction. So, um, I can't wait for you guys to see it. I don't know. I, I asked him this recently. I don't know exactly when uh, it'll be released. Uh, hopefully this year. How much uh, choreography or how much did you have to work with a fight coordinator uh, before those scenes? Well, considering that I was the fight coordinator. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, a bit, yeah, given um, you, well, you the said stunt it's small work. independent film, correct? Yeah, given the stunt work I've done and... Having a background in martial arts, uh, so you were the facto. Look, look, it, yeah. it because and and not not to you know spoil too much, but the fight takes place in a very narrow hallway. So we're getting we're getting like a, a daredevil vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> daredevil. The, uh, uh, it's uh, it's still it's still a very practical choreography, right? It's uh, and for what the movie is worth, it's it's it looks good. Uh, I saw a rough cut of it, and um. I was actually pretty proud of myself, but it's not going to be like Hollywood John Wick type, you <laughs> yeah. know, right? uh, especially with the time limit so we you're, have. You you're know? fighting in the suit. I am fighting in the suit. So it wouldn't yeah. be the so so the it wouldn't be the first time Kenny was doing something like in a suit, like beating if, people up. If you, oh, that's the right. Cup, the cup ten years ago. If you if you if you, came if, in the suit. if you could say <laughs> yeah, yeah, how I'm many takes that. did you do the fight scene in the suit? Oh, he must have been Jesus. sweating and do, do, do that. Like, yeah, but it didn't show up on camera. So no, that's right. I, dude, I didn't keep count. Yeah. I didn't keep count. So, uh, those, those are particularly grueling because, like, I know you hear all the time about accidents happening. Like, oh, so and so punched someone in the face and broke his nose. And the, the first and concern was yeah. safety. Don't, don't hurt anybody. <laughs> the cur- first concern isn't always safety, and it does. We don't even have to be using a fight scene. First things first is safety. But everything worked out well. No one got hurt. No one's gotten sick. And, um, you know, very, uh, I'm very grateful, um, for, to work on that because, um, like I said, the actress, Sammy Ray, um, she's only been getting into acting for the past few years. She's actually a, uh, uh, model and, uh, mainly singer out there in Long Island. Right. And she met, um, this other guy on the second movie. Um, uh, he's a, he's an urban Latin reggaeton artist singer, right? Uh, he's he's way out in Long Island, but um, I mean, when when you're talking about Long Island, anybody's from anywhere. Like you know, it's just it's, it's still Long far, Island. It's still a far drive from here. We don't yeah, talk right. about Long Island here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a hate. I have a <coughs> Cody Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have. I have a. Yep. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. I, well, from personal experience, nothing with that story, but oh, I, yeah. I, I have a deep yeah, hatred. I have a deep <laughs> hatred driving on the Sun State Parkway, but I digress. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh. Los Vegas and Sammy, uh, they met on the second movie and they started collaborating, working and making music together. And you can check them out <laughs> on YouTube and everything. Yeah, they, I uh, they recently did a um, a music video for a new their new song uh, Champagne, um, which hopefully will debut soon. And I got to work on that during the pandemic as well. 
Uh, we filmed at um, this bar out in Long Island. I forgot the name of, but it was made it look really clubby. And uh, there's like a like a whole story. I won't spoil it, but there's a whole storyline in this music video for them. Mm-hmm. And I get to play a mobster again, uh, different from the one I, I portray in the movie because it was a different production. But um, you see, like when you come together and you meet people on these projects. You just start collaborating. Right. And then, like, when you need someone, it's like you call them up and it's like, hey, I need this person. But, like, yeah. And um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Again, nobody got sick. And, you know, there's a way to do it. And even though it's, it makes things more difficult, there's a way to do it right. So, so. so I'm writing this movie. So I have this mops apart for you. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, it, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think of, that, think of it like that. I just, I just thought of it as, like, friends who needed me and i was there but isn't that the best way like uh working on one of the best things in that industry when you work on multiple projects and you built that chemistry so that's what it's about yeah exactly you know what even if even with auditioning they say you need to audition as much as possible because even if you don't get the part you're getting your name out there and pretty soon people will remember you all these casting directors they're going to call you uh, for a part and not even like, you know, it's like, wait, you know what? I know a guy like I've seen him a lot and he's come to auditions a lot. And, you know, a lot of times it's 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 not really about it's not really about the audition. It's about um being at the right place at the right time. And they say sometimes it's better to be a better auditioner than a better than a better actor. I love sometimes. It. Yeah. But like, you know, in this case, you know, you, your name just gets passed around. That's how I met these people. And I met those people from meeting other people. And it just keeps going and going and going. I'm, uh, I'm reminded that they reminded me of a story that uh, Kevin Smith talked about when he was doing uh, Mole Rats. And he had, uh, who played Brody? Um, the skateboarder? Yeah, the skateboarder. Um, um, crap. Yeah. Get the name of the name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're terrible. Look, look it up, Joe. And, We're uh, terrible nerds. Pull, pull that shit up, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know Kevin Smith directed yeah. it, but so uh, he it was, was talking about how he had him come in. If you, you, you did it again, you confused Kevin Smith with Kevin James. No, I said Kevin Smith. I, I said Kevin James and Kevin Smith. I think you said Kevin I, James. I think he did too. No, All right, for everyone listening, I think at this point, Mallrats they know Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> Kevin Smith, and they well, had you mean Kevin James, and they had the they had the guy that played Brody come in. And mm-hmm. after he left, the cast director was like, well, what do you think of him? He goes, well... Jason you know, Lee. Jason Lee. He goes, well, you know, I don't know if he's good for the part, but like, oh, well, bring, bring him back bring, bring him back tomorrow. Comes back the next day, he does the interview again, he does the audition again, he's like, I, no, I don't like him. He's not good, <laughs> but, but, you know, he's cool to talk and bring him back tomorrow. And he keeps bringing him back. He goes, he's a terrible actor, but I like him. Just bring him. So he, eventually he got the part of Brody, but it was like, the joke was, was like... Because he's a former I don't skateboarder. Like him. It's like I don't. Well, that, that that was his first big role, right? But he's like, I just don't like him. But but bring him back. I like yeah. I like talking to him. So. I know off topic, but I um, when he had that show, my name is Earl. I thought it was pretty good at the you time. See? So, yeah. And um, but collaboration and you get to know these people. That's like like Adam Sandler always brings back a lot of the same people for mm-hmm. his projects. Oh yeah, those are and, his boys. And, yeah. And on an even bigger scale, uh, Martin Scorsese. Using a yeah. lot of the same actors, yeah. you get, so and your name, of... your name gets passed along in their circle when they find out someone they know needs somebody. I use, uh, I use Joe all the time as, so, as a dead yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> so small, Except when you need him to look something up. So small, <laughs> so small world. Um, the Irishman was filmed um, at the Italian restaurant 
it was filmed in Brooklyn um, called New Corner, where is the is a good friend of ours. Well, the family and the owner's son is a good friend of ours, yeah. and he was actually took a he actually met Martin Scorsese, De Niro, and Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. A good, so, a, good, a good friend of ours. Was that a pun? No, no, no. We actually know the. We actually know the. Uh, I think your name got passed around. His name is Joe Calandria. So okay. and um, unfortunately, um, and up until last year, they had this restaurant called New Corner, and a lot, um, and going a lot of the scenes, especially when they're inside a restaurant, was um, their restaurant. Um, and they also filmed some stuff at Lee's Tavern. Christian, you may know. Yes, you may yes, know. that's right. They you know, oh, yeah, I may, I may know with Finger Two. You know a thing or two. And <laughs> Jerry, you might have bartended oh, there that's, once. That's yeah. awesome. That's you awesome, know. guys. So, <laughs> if, if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess to ask one nerdy question. So, uh, we covered the Daredevil stuff with you, but do you think the the hallway fight scene in the prison is on par with the hallway scene from uh, season one when he fights the Russian mobsters. Well, here's the thing: it's done by two different, completely two completely different characters. Like that kind of hallway scene with Daredevil is the kind of thing Daredevil but the would pri- do. But the prison, the prison one, you that's, know, mostly that's, Charlie, that's mostly Charlie. That's mostly Charlie Cox in that. They said that he had a stunt double, but according to the people that work on that scene, um, that's mostly Charlie Cox. Good. So you're saying, saying season one that was mostly a stunt double, or uh, what were you saying was different, completely different? Scene? No, just I mean characters. Oh, characters. Their 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 spirit and like you know what they stand for. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, if Daredevil's gonna have a hallway fight scene. Yep, that's what it's going to be. If Punisher is going to have a hallway fight scene in a prison, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that just it's it's perfect. It's, yeah, it's, it's and it's just funny how like the signature of those shows became hallway fights. It's like <laughs> well, right, in, in one take too. Like, right, you know, yeah. and I believe it or not, correct me if I'm wrong. They actually got permission from Marvel Studios and Netflix to shut down production for a day so they could rehearse that scene. And then when they got, and then when they nailed that, um, and the next day for filming, they got uh, they did it in one continuous take. I, oh, the Daredevil. The Daredevil fight scene in the prison. Yeah, um, which was I think filmed here on Staten Island, the old prison. That was that. Well, I don't think the I'm not I don't quite remember if the Punisher one was one take, but. Um, <sighs> oh, when Frank's I, I don't want to Frank killing yeah, the yeah. murderers. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, well, like the the secrets, well, it's the been secrets. Out for like, what, two, no, three, I'm not even talking about spoilers. Oh. I'm just talking about the magic of filmmaking. Right. Of uh, the, I'm going to talk specifically about the hallway fight scene. Uh, like, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about, but I, <laughs> yeah. I think I know a thing or two about like. Uh, how they made it look like it was one take. Oh, so it wasn't one take. <laughs> I, I, wink, wink. I really can't. I really can't say. Okay. Uh, well, did they? I, I don't specifically remember the fight scene like verbatim, but did they go behind like any type of like pillars or walls? Did the camera go yeah. behind? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, probably, they went. They went yeah. out of rooms and no. Meaning, like, did the camera I, I go would... behind the wall? I gotta go back and watch it. Even no, look. Sure even did. if it was one take. I, I noticed one Here's part. Hold on, hold on. I noticed one part. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm I can't kidding. even explain it, but I would have to watch it with you guys and literally point it out where it's like, that was the stunt, man. Yeah, I, they, I, they, they, I see the switcheroo. I see the switcheroo. But, like, you know, that's not something you're going to notice the first. Right. Ten and times you have to have trained eyes and actually yeah. work on a project. Uh, what, was I, what was I watching a couple of days ago where. 
Oh, so I was watching... Okay, Joe, you're going to laugh. I was watching uh, Star Trek, Deep Deep Space Nine. I'm not surprised and at all. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it. I go, and the and the, and the character's name is uh, Galron, and I'm like, that's the stunt dog. Like, you clearly <laughs> saw it. Like, it was a complete... Oh, those video. are the best when you think complete, of that shit out. Oh, no. You watch the original <laughs> series. You watch the original Star Trek series. Whatever William Shatner is fighting... It's like a completely different. But the the body is fatter. The hair is completely it, it's, different. It's, it's, so it's, it's Michael Myers. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, 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 well, well uh, Kenny. Uh, one thing we bond over is shows on uh, the Arrowverse shows on the CW, especially Arrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking closely, especially the fight scenes. Like Stephen Amell did, did a lot of his own stunts. Well, but he can. Yeah. He can. <laughs> and the, but you zoom in quickly, you could like, oh yeah, stunt double. But it doesn't work. Sometimes here's the thing. Sometimes they even if they can, yeah, they won't let them. Right, they, they won't. You guys, you guys got to understand that. Uh, well, I know you know that, but uh, yeah, it's, and it's speaking liability, liability issues. Yeah, yeah, but speaking of Daredevil before and blind superheroes, what was your question? Jerry, <laughs> oh no, I was, Jerry's blind over here. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I was, I was gonna make a stupid joke when I would be like, uh, no, no one passed. Fuck, filmmakers just like pot our podcast. You just do it in one take. Oh well, if it well, were that, if well, only it were that away. easy. Unless, unless, only it were unless that you easy. have to edit like a random. I, I would only certainly hope so. We should be so lucky. But anyways, um, uh, there, I, I worked with this other director on um, uh, independent. Well, actually, uh, he only produced and wrote it. Uh, it was an independent vampire movie called Teresa and Alice, and I believe you could still find that on Amazon Prime, and that did very well. And this was a long time ago. I, I did. Um, uh, a quick little part for it. it uh, like, it was like, I think 2016? Yeah, like, I, I... Just over a year, beginning my acting career. Um, but he's... He's a very big um, independent um, uh, filmmaking with, like, uh, slasher and horror elements, right? And uh, he's... The the project he's working on right now called Bishop, Bishop's Cove. Um, I, I play a real quick really quick part like you know more like a cameo in it which is i'm grateful for but uh, uh a few of my paintings that i've gotten into uh he's he's used in the film that's awesome yeah. uh i would highly recommend uh following that on instagram bishop bishop's so, cove to keep up with it <laughs> so since you're an artist and you like you always have a blank canvas how did you get into your painting aha uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um so like this is going back to last late spring summer when things really started to slow down oh yeah and, you know, to be honest, something to know about myself... Pulling uh, up your page right but, now. So. Thank you. Uh, Kenny's Greasy Paint. <laughs> Got it right here. Um, to, to be honest, uh, before the acting, before the music, Jerry, yep. uh, there was um, art in my life, painting and drawing. That's what I loved when I was a kid. That's what I do. I draw superheroes like every other nerd at that age. And, you know, just over time, I got into new things. But since the world came to a pause last year, I was like, what can I, I you know, I can't do acting right now. Uh, can't do music because no, we can't perform live anywhere. Um, what can I do right now that's creative so I won't lose my mind? And I never lost interest in it. Interest in it. I just Priority shifted. Yeah, like I just didn't have the time. Exactly. But now I had all the time and it's like, let's put the brush to the canvas. And so, you know, I... All these landscapes and portraits and commissions later, like, you know, um, Char- Charles D. Lincoln, who, who's the uh, writer and um, director for Bishop's Cove, um, he hit me up and asked me if I could do a portrait of one of the characters and um, as, as, you know, a scene dressing uh, and the prop. And I did. 
and uh, a landscape and another portrait uh, I did are part of the movie. Uh, hopefully, um, not to get too spoilery, but um, it's it's going to be good. Uh, this guy knows uh, the the horror element. Well, what, what, one of your paintings I have to give you props for uh, uh, your. F- uh, friend and returning guest in the future uh, for, for Anthony Gerardo and his family. That portrait you just recently did. Mm-hmm. I was going to get to that, and uh, I. It's funny. Uh, just last week, I, I had dropped the painting off to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think my favorite painting. I'm lo- looking on your uh, Instagram. My favorite painting is the Arctic breeze. Arctic breeze. All right, Arctic so um, that's great. Yeah. So, Bob so, Ross. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, for some, because on my YouTube channel, Kenny Greasy's paint. Kenny's greasy paint. Sorry, can't talk. Uh, I do have, especially with the landscapes. Um, it's like a one-hour. I don't want to say a tutorial, but you can paint along with it if you want, if you have the right stuff. And uh, you know, I, there's a lot of artists that have their paintings on YouTube. They have their YouTube channels. Like, yeah. but you know, I wanted like, you know, what can I do with my painting channel to make it different? And if you watch just one uh, episode of those landscapes. Uh, I just add a bunch of funny little inserts here and there. There's always a there's a few surprises in it. So that, is it that'll is make it, you laugh? Hopefully. Uh, is it is it wet? Wet on wet. Wet, 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 wet on the, wet. The old Bob Ross. Uh, yes, and look, painting. everybody loves Bob Ross, and I'll I'm never sure, be. Uh, I'm sure you get that every day. The comparison. Look, I, I'll yeah, I'll never be as good a painter as him, but I think my hair is a little better. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, a little, a little, fired. a little, a little trivia about Bob Ross. Um, he made that technique of painting very popular, but yeah, he practically created. I, I, I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. He practically created it. Like, well, actually, well, actually, he made his, his yeah, oh, okay. dummy. No, oh. he didn't. He oh. made it. He's the one who made it popular. Yeah. He learned the technique from a little old German man named Bill Alexander, who had a show long before The Joy of Painting. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now he claims he created it, but technically, if you know your art history. Wet and wet has been around for like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. All wet and wet is is just painting. It's literally just painting wet paint on top of wet paint, and just not letting it dry. Yeah, it's there's it's, a there's a certain way to do it. It's basically it's you're priming your canvas with white, yeah, with liquid white for for the landscapes. Yes, yeah, for liquid white, and then you're yeah. painting without because normally with that type of painting you do like one mm-hmm. layer and then you let it dry. And well, then, the then paint you, you apply to it, not yeah. the primer. Um, it's supposed to be very very thick. Yeah. This way you can control the consistency. No, no, the the thin the thin is the white base coat you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah, and there's a clear and a black version too, but it's you know mostly it's it's white, uh, especially if anyone's a beginner out there. That's the one you want to associate right. yourself with. Speaking of beginning, I have a question about humble beginnings. As far as you being an artist, what was one maybe drawing or painting? that your parents at the time hung up on the refrigerator and you're just like, Jesus Christ, this one you picked? <laughs> well, no, I was actually always proud of my um, paintings and drawings. It was when I started getting older that I started feeling that way. I was like, at that time? <laughs> uh, James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. I, that, yeah that, I, I don't know. I forget how old I was exactly, but I was into James Bond... Uh, you're a, a, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot sooner than any little kid should be. <laughs> no, you're, you're, I know, like you're a big James Bond fan because you and me, when we went, of course, the famous story of when we went to Long Island to, to see Cody to, Simpson. To, to Cody <laughs> Simpson. <laughs> it's so there it is. <laughs> hey, we always got to bring it up every time. Uh, what is your favorite Bond? What, Cody what, 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 do you, what do you mean by what is? Is my favorite story? <laughs> who is your favorite Bond? The favorite actor to play Bond. 
I don't have one. You like the stories, the various movies. Yeah, so, well, you know, you ask one of them brings their own specific charm to the well, game. I'm, I'm, that that yeah. that Bond should have. That Bond, that Bond should have. Yeah. And he, but you know, if you ask the generation, um, uh, like like our dad's generation, who's yeah, the best? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. every generation that was around the time or whatever Bond was popular, they'll say that Bond. Well, our, ours, I like them better. Our, ours is Pierce Brosnan. Well, here's the thing: as cool as Pierce Brosnan is, as much as I do love him, none of his movies are based on the books. They're yeah. all completely original. You know, I, I, br- I break hearts when I tell people you, that. <laughs> you, 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 know, you know who I find you know is very shit. underrated, James Bond, and I feel like he should have gotten like a couple more films no. under his belt. Kevin is, Hart. Uh, T- Timothy. They, they no, actually, Kevin they actually, Kevin they actually <laughs> say um, T- Timothy Dalton, right, out of all the James Kevin Bond, Bond, like his, just the, his ca- portrayal of the character is actually closest to the books, apparently. Yeah. yeah. But the studio was going through some shit after the yeah, um, it was like license a to kill with the ownership yeah. and stuff. Well, D- Daniel Craig is also really close to like. I love Daniel Craig. Like I really didn't like. Uh, I, w- I wasn't really familiar with him as an actor when uh, before Casino Royale came out. Mm-hmm. But I remember all the backlash, oh, yeah, which I is all gone now. Like obviously, guy. Yeah, yeah it's like, like okay. oh, he's ugly. It's like, no, wait, I, he's, wait, he's ugly. Shouldn't you leave that up to the women to decide? Like, I, like, like, I, I like Casino Royale, Quantum. I think I've only seen one, so I'm not sure. Like my opinion of it. Skyfall, like, I liked, but I wasn't, like... Everyone's, like, blown away by Skyfall. I'm like, okay. what was, oh, I liked What it. was the second Daniel Craig movie? Uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Uh, that one I saw in theaters, and I liked that one particularly because the cell phone he uses in the movie, I had the same one at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, too, okay, that works, that works. The problem with that movie is the editing. Uh-huh. It's too, so, too fast, too, too quick cuts. So going okay. back to your painting a moment before my uh, co-host, the interrupter, I mean, question of time, <laughs> then, uh, you would, uh, when you dropped off the painting to Anthony, uh, you were getting into that. Uh, what was his reaction when you dropped off the painting and, and revealed the final product? Well, I had sent a picture to him um, before I let him actually see it in person because he's... he. He um the the deal was that he gave me because he's been getting into um 3D printing and and painting uh these little these little sculptures he's been doing out of it. So he's getting into uh, yeah. Our, our he'll he'll talk about. I'll yeah. leave it to him to talk about uh, in his episode. But um, he gave me a a Mr. Grimm from Twisted Metal. Oh wow! I painted everything. It's like, and uh he kept sending me pictures of the progress. Mm-hmm. So I kept sending him pictures of the progress of the painting. But when I g- actually gave it to him in person. It, this is what this is another reason why I love doing it. Is like when I, when I see people's reactions, especially if it's a present or a gift, um, the jaw drops. But like, especially like, you know, if you check out my Instagram page, Kenny's Greasy Paint or whatever, um, and I've and I've had my fiance say this, like, you know, when you take a picture of a painting, it even if it's good, it really just doesn't compare. Like when you see it in person, it's something about taking a picture of it just takes away the quality. Uh, of it for some reason. I remember I forgot what exactly what it is I painted, but I completed it. I sent I sent um my fiance a picture and she goes hey, like I know it's she was okay. trying to be nice. It's okay. I know she yeah. was trying to be nice like it's not really your best work. Mm. Then she saw it in person and she was like, "What?" And you know like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you know you're right. Like, you know, uh a picture of a painting doesn't do it justice. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's something you have to see in person, and you know he was he was satisfied with it. And as long as I can make people happy, that's, that's awesome. fine. Yeah. So th- this one I, I I had pulled up um, was this something you did on your own? Because Good job, Jamie. Was this something you did on your own? Because um, it was Valentine's Day, the Al Capone one. Did someone commission, or you inspired to do it? Because nope, that's pure fan art. Th- th- that's incredible. When like, when, oh, wow. when 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 every February fourteenth comes along. 
everybody's all in love and like you know buying chocolates. Everybody's I'm in love. Of, Kenny wants to drum mobsters. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reminiscing on wow. St. Valentine's Day, Saint Valentine's. You know, seven mobsters dressed up as policemen and gunned down a rival Irish gang, like like, like the, the Irish gang. Like, like, like yeah, you know, fuck being in love. Like that was pretty fucking badass. <laughs> I was like. Everybody, everybody else hears St. Valentine's Day's Mercury thinks of Al Capone. When Joe hears it, he thinks about Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mr. McMahon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good I, I did. I probably did watch that pay per view and I saw Stone Cold throw Vince off this, the steel cage landing. Was, it, was that the debut of uh, Big um, Show? Yeah, 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 in, in, yeah. See, see, I, I remember go, back man. when. Just the, my opinion. I know, was good. I noticed you have the uh, the pet portraits here. Is oh, this, the Golden Girls. Is this <laughs> is uh, is these the dogs that you're always posting about that you have? Um, the, this one, this one. These are my niece and nephew, right? And I have. Another so you one. watch them all the time. Oh, well, when they, well, oh, they, they so they're not your dogs. That's here. that's um my my fiance's sister and her fiance. That's their dogs. Oh, they're from Pennsylvania, and we always go visit them. They always come visit us. Awesome. But the dogs always have to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I've noticed in some of your posts, there's at least four dogs and two cats, or yeah, well, uh, one cat. Um, uh, the cat is um, Mira. That belongs. She belongs to uh, Amanda and I, and um, the other two dogs are um, belong to her parents. And those are my other niece and nephew. I don't have them quite here yet. I will upload them. Oh, what's the skinless cat? Um, do you have the oh, Sphinx? Size? That's Mira. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that's Mira. are they are they friendly? Because I never they are very. Uh, this is why everybody wants one because they are very friendly and affectionate. The thing is, they require a lot of special care yeah. because they don't have hair. Yeah. So if you, anyone listening and you thinking about a Sphinx cat, uh, I just highly recommend please do your research. And I hope you like um, keeping your house very warm because <laughs> it's just quite obvious that they need it. Forgive so. me for not knowing the name, <laughs> for forgetting the name it's of okay. that cat. Yeah. Um, but I guess I get... Uh, Sphinx least... is the general term. They still have... I, know, I don't know more... what Siamese from it. They, they, they have more... Um, Thought it was uh, a dog. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they are hairless dogs, so. But, but <laughs> right. we'll forgive you for that because you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, like, what's on your phone, Joe? So these are like so <laughs> dead on, like crazy, like the side by side. Um, another friend of ours, I think you might know him too, that went to high school. Uh, Larry does portraits. Yeah. Uh, Larry, I think you, Larry Ortiz, Lawrence Ortiz. Oh, I, I, we, he sat with me at lunch a lot. In um, another uh, great guy, and, and yeah. he'll. Out of his mind, but hilarious. <laughs> out of his mind. But, um... So how far in advance, if you want to promote the pro- process, do you need for someone to commission something and then the step-by-step or um, to do a project like hit this? Hit me up anytime, anyone, uh, on Kenny's Greasy Paint on Instagram or just email me at kbestman for you at Yahoo, right? Um, that's kbestman, the number four and the letter U, at Yahoo, right? <laughs> or, you know, contact one of these guys and... I before you commission something, I do like to talk deep into discussion. Like, is this for you? Is this a gift? Um, and do you have a personal recommendation, like a picture you want me to paint from? And like, here's the thing: it's a it's a specific technique called alla prima, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which actually does not allow me just to paint any picture. The lighting has to be a certain way. Um, the quality of the photo has to be good. Uh, it. It really just depends, and it's like, you know, like, and if you notice, I do a lot of the portraits on 8x10 because I'm familiar with headshots, and that's kind of the best type of uh, photo reference to give me. Um, I've had people say, can you, you know, paint this scene, or, or paint this picture? I was like, 
Well, I can, but... Do I want uh, to? Every <laughs> time I want to, it's like, do you really want to give me money for that? Like, it's... I can do something so much better, and you can be so much happier. You wouldn't want to paint a portrait like this. This would break your canvas. Uh, for those that obviously can't see this, it's a picture of Jerry on the Staten Island boardwalk. So. That says you must stand this far away. See? <laughs> y- y- you know what? If he was a little bit closer, and you know, you see the feature was... A little was... bit bigger, a little bit heavier. No, exactly. <laughs> and not blind, you know? <laughs> See, because he's he's all the way to the left. Most of the most of the picture I can't is the even sign. See why I am in that picture. Yeah. Most of the picture is the sign. You know, why would why would you want? True, true. That? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I could find it's, it, it's just it's it's just weird how it works, and it's it gets a little tricky to explain p- to people. It's it's not that it can't be painted. It's just like you know, we can do something better. You know, we can pick something better, especially if this is like mm. a present for someone. So you know, speaking of art, that's not necessarily film there's a current project i'm working on mm-hmm. which is mostly photography based there is a little bit of video um it is called far from home it's uh created by uh, spider-man no <laughs> i did right well it's it's not quite that i'll get to the premise in a second but it's created first by um christine cruz and um uh, jessica i forget her last i don't even think i ever knew her last name but um uh they did project alice two years ago um you guys oh, yeah, were, yeah. yeah, Project Al was... Yeah, 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 that was very big uh, on Staten Island. That made a very big impact I, when I got to be a part of that as the uh, Cheshire Cat. <laughs> that was great. So it's mostly photography-based once again. Uh, we are having a little bit of video, which is great. We have, a once again, a small uh, casting crew. We're keeping it very personal. And we have a great, great makeup artist as well who's doing uh, makeup for the other character, which is an alien from outer space. Now, um, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, what happens when, you know, an alien from outer space crashes on Earth? It's not Jerry. It's not Jerry, because this one can see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not blind, I should say. That's not why he crashed. <laughs> but he crashes on Earth. Why do you think I'm blind? <laughs> you said you were blind in the beginning of the... Podcast. Oh, it's it's great. It's great when jokes. God, getting <laughs> not just on Earth, but in Staten Island of all places, of course. And he meets me, punk rock Kenny. You know, Spike leather Kenny, jackets, mohawk. Mo- 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 yeah, yes, yeah, studs everywhere. You know, fucking fuck so, the world type type of thing. Now, it up. Are they? Are they gonna fight? <laughs> or are they going to be best friends? Or, or are they going to be best friends? I'm not going to spoil it, but that's a very interesting That thing. I definitely want to check out. You are Machine Gun Kenny. Listen. Machine Gun Kenny. Think of it, think of it as like the punk rock version of E.T. Nice. So it's going to be um, uh, released uh, hopefully uh, later this year. You can keep up with it by following uh, Christine F- Cruz's so, photography on Instagram. Speaking of, speaking of punk rock, to segue into another thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't know at this time of this recording what live performance is, but anything in pipeline music-wise? Have you recorded anything? Have you been writing? Yeah. So, um, uh, our drummer in Radioactive Material, uh, just Justin Caputo, who's was not related to no, Christian. No, no relation. <laughs> but a, a funny guy, good yeah. guy. He he's working uh, uh, in Amazon right now. He just got um, promoted. I forget exactly what the position is <laughs> but along with his other bands um he like, always has a pretty busy plate all 10 right? of, all 10 of his bands <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> if uh anyone needs a drummer on satin he's always the guy to go to but yeah he's he's 
he's great. Between that, and it's it's not just the COVID thing, but um, our bass player Jamie, um, he uh, last year um, his little girl was born. Congratulations oh, to him. God she's bless. now, um, I believe, she's now uh, six months old, um, around that age. Uh, he works um, as first mate down at uh, the shipyard. Oh wow! So twelve-hour shifts is no joke. Now, um, and then Justin, Justin got engaged too. Um, he got engaged recently. Congratulations <laughs> to him. You, you, you were congratulations to him. Say that, but okay. <laughs> no, because like, uh, it's not taking up his time. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not what's hindering the no, 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 no. I, just say, I just wanted to sh- give him a shout out that's all absolutely it's like you were very I was like yes yes <laughs> because I was getting to that yes. yeah so and then uh, there's myself well when I had no income because of COVID um, I had no way of getting my guitars fixed because they all need uh, yeah. a proper setup and everything it's like and they still do so it's just like I have to be very sparingly about how I spend my money and if we're not going to be practicing or don't really have the time to write and definitely don't really quite have places to perform, um, I just, just kind of hesitant with the way I spend my money right now. Of right? course, yeah. Uh, so and especially since, you know, like I said, my fiance and I are, still have the house renovation going on. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we are still very much a band. We have not called it quits. And we do the band for fun. But, you know, unfortunately, there just hasn't been any news with mm. us. But we still keep in touch as friends because we're friends with each other. We're not, we're not but you know, you, just bandmates. When, when you do have something new and to, to put a third episode in the trilogy, we would like you to come back on to talk about that, of course, too. But, like... Are that, you looking for a blind piano player? <laughs> um, well, isn't Ray Charles past? <laughs> <laughs> Georgia! Uh, see, hopefully by then... Uh, we have new music, not just written, but we've recorded. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I kind of want to perform a little bit more than I want to record. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. The, 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 the itch and the kick to perform is there more than recording. Because then, if when it comes to recording, guess what? That's more money. Yeah. That's more fun to spend. It's like, I, and I still don't know where I'm going to get that. Yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, oh god, I lost train thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, That's uh, okay. Not to sound like I'm blowing smoke, but um, back in the day when Jerry was running shows... Come to my show! And we were seeing our friend... And we were seeing... Jesus Christ, and, that was the And our friend Kyle was performing the show on the oh, same... Uh, was performing shows with his band at the time. You were always one of the welcome faces at the shows. Uh, what are you performing? Um, pre-Radioactive. And, and then when you started off that band, you were always... Gave me the biggest hello, and I definitely I look like somebody that didn't belong in any music scene whatsoever. But to, well, me but, to, I. <laughs> but you're always awesome there, and I, I would tell you this off the air as well. Um, but so you, so um, you, another person I went to high school with, with, with process of fusing Justin uh, Sarachik. Mm-hmm. So you, those guys. Justin Caputo, who we just mentioned, so you guys were always welcome um, to me, and made me felt like I belonged there, even though I can't play a lick of music. So again, my favorite, my favorite story was the the cup closing, 105 degrees out. There's Kenny with the suit on, <laughs> walking into a hot building with no air conditioning, I, I wash was, pitting in the back of the room. I wore this, I wore the suit because you know it's yeah, it, it was it was going morning. to a funeral, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for but, for the cup. Uh, in, in the back room, moshing. Only listen, to reopen. Listen, 
Uh, Want to reopen as uh, three quarters of a mug? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know how I said literally three months later about about the Sphinx cats uh, needing like a warm climate. Yes, and if you don't mind that, then that cat might be for you. Well, that's one of the reasons why um, that cat and I get along so well. <laughs> there you go. Listen, uh, I would rather be. I'll just put it this way: I would rather be outside, sweating my balls off, having fun with my friends, or performing a show. Than sick in bed with the flu, um, <laughs> sweat or while still sweating. No, while still cold in, and sweating in the winter, and after but all the no snow, no. <laughs> after all the snow we had this year, my back still hurts. Yeah, so my I'm still killing me. I'm not a winter guy. I'm mm. a very uh, much a summer dude, <laughs> and I skip right to summer, not spring, because uh, yeah, spring is nice. It's it's nice out right now. The sun I'm came out. I'm a summer person. Well, well listen. Well, you not, know, not spring, <laughs> at springtime during at night, sometimes you still need that winter jacket. Yeah. And then yeah. there was yesterday when it was all cloudy. It's pretty chilly out. So, like, nope, I need the summer. So, <laughs> Get rid of summer. Look, that's just me. That's just my opinion. <laughs> that, that's it. The only thing I like about winter is painting them. Painting scenes. Nice landscape scenes. <laughs> right so, there. So, Kenny, in a world of social media, Staten Island's, Craigslist, and even more things I can name. Where can the world find you? Kenny's Greasy Paint for my paint um, uh, commissions and, you know, seeing what I'm working on. And then there's my regular Instagram, Kenny from Radioactive Material, spelt just the way uh, sounds. <laughs> and, you know, there um, I post all my acting and general stuff. Um, but I, for those, I do have Facebook pages to that. But particularly, um, I am trying to grow the YouTube channel for the painting, Kenny's Greasy Paint. And, um, yeah, that's that's where you can find me um, if you can't find me by trying to pick me out in a scene doing background. Mm-hmm. And, Sorry, I'm blind. <laughs> well, these two will describe what's going on to you. Sounds good. Okay, yeah. you're standing there. He's kicking it. <laughs> He's using bright colors. What are colors? He's the only Asian one there. He's <laughs> the only real Asian one. Everyone else is full Asian. All right, Joe, what's uh, your shit so I can... Well, you're on the same shit, so yeah. uh, you can follow up the podcast on Instagram at CGJ Christian Gerard Joe at CGJ uh, Pod uh, Computer Podcast on Facebook. Uh, fellow podcasters and friends, three ugly guys across platforms. Uh, oh, uh, podcast so ugly. They're so ugly. <laughs> uh, friend Nicole, another artist at Art Faluka on Instagram. Danielle, uh, Ladies of Lilith on Instagram. I feel like I'm forgetting people, but. Uh, Everyone else that we didn't forget, Joe. Joe now has a book of uh, plugs that he's got to go now. Uh, follow Kenny on, of course, all his projects and which platforms. Now we're, we're going to add you to the list of, uh, <laughs> oh, of, boy. of plugs. That a lot of credits. At the, at the Jerry? End. Change with Finn on everything worth listening to. And uh, anyway, this is what I want to talk to you about after the podcast is done, Kenny. But Nightsport.com is a growing social media experience. It's a place where content creators can share their videos, articles, and posts without suppression from big social media. Not big pharma. Big social media. A place where people can share ideas, request input, grow on topics. It's a network where people can sell their products or services without being scrutinized by another big brand eating up the marketing share. That's nightboards.com. You can find the collective podcast there. You can find uh, all great comic book and Comic-Con events coming up. Uh, they got the shop there with all artists that are selling their stuff, celebrities, 
We just had a big interview with uh, Ash from the woman that used to play Ash in Pokemon. The original Ash? What? The original. The original Ash from Pokemon. We have the interview up on there. You guys can watch uh, with a range of other people. And we'll be back more updates soon. But check out Nightsport.com. Season 4, Episode 9. Love you. <laughs>